Welcome to NeuroNoodle's Neurofeedback and Neuropsychology Podcast featuring tech legend Jay Gunkelman. He is the man who has read over a half a million brain scans. Our goal is to provide information and promote options for better mental health. The NeuroNoodle Podcast is supported by listeners and businesses just like you. Like our gold supporter, Applied Neuroscience, and our silver supporter, Mind Media. Earn up to 16 CEU hours by attending Applied Neuroscience's NeuroGuide workshops. In Madeira Beach, Florida, they're led by none other than Dr. Robert Thatcher himself. There are two ways you can attend, online or in person, with the link AppliedNeuroscience.com slash attend hyphen ng hyphen workshops earn up to 16 ceu hours sign up now at appliedneuroscience.com slash attend hyphen ng hyphen workshops mind media get the latest eeg and neurofeedback technology from mindmedia.com their semi-dry sensor caps is a wonder to see and their eeg amplifiers have been trusted in the field for decades their neurofeedback and QEG courses will get you up to speed in no time. Visit mindmedia.com now. When you go to Google and type in climate change is, you're going to see different results depending on where you live and the particular things that Google knows about your interests. That's not by accident, that's a design technique. What I want people to know is that everything they're doing online is being watched, is being tracked. Every single action you take is carefully monitored and recorded. A lot of people think Google's just a search box and Facebook's just a place to see what my friends are doing. What they don't realize is there's entire teams of engineers whose job is to use your psychology against you. I was the co-inventor of the Facebook like button. I was the president of Pinterest. Google. Twitter. Instagram. There were meaningful changes happening around the world because of these platforms. I think we were naive about the flip side of that coin. We get rewarded by parts, likes, thumbs up, and we conflate that with value and we conflate it with truth. A whole generation is more anxious, more depressed. I always felt like fundamentally it was a force for good. I don't know if I feel that way anymore. Facebook discovered that they were able to affect real-world behavior and emotions without ever triggering the user's awareness. They are completely clueless. Fake news spreads six times faster than true news. We're being bombarded with rumors. Everyone's entitled to their own facts. There's really no need for people to come together. In fact, there's really no need for people to interact. We have less control over who we are and what we really believe. If you want to control the population of your country, there has never been a tool as effective as Facebook. We built these things and we have a responsibility to change it. The intention could be, how do we make the world better? If technology creates mass chaos, loneliness, more polarization, more election hacking, more inability to focus on the real issues, we're toast. This is checkmate on humanity. So, Jay, what would you think of Social Dilemma, man? Well, you know... Um, you can expect a business uh, that handles the internet communications between people to harvest data. Yeah. And that that's going to happen. They're in business for business. They're not in it as a service, yeah. as, you know, that out of the goodness of their heart, uh, they're, they're in it to make money. And as they harvest information, they can, uh, uh, sell that information to help target marketing, and you know, this there's all sorts of uses for information. Um, but they they can also uh, drive their readership or viewership up uh, with controversy, and it, it as I think as easily pointed out, it polarizes the general audience. Um, and as good as that is for their business, Gemini, uh, um, <laughs> it it really wreaks havoc on society to have giant energetic 
polar opposite groups. Yeah. And um, th th that's kind of what's being driven. But, you know, it, it, that wouldn't happen if we didn't have the propensity for it wired into us. And I, I think that's the only part of this that I'm even halfway qualified to even think about, much less speak about. Right, right. You know, all, all of that, uh, what they're doing with their algorithms and everything yeah. like that, there, there are experts that could talk about that. Um, but ultimately, um, the negativity bias and positivity bias are uh, things that end up guiding that um, uh, polarization. Um, you know, if you're sitting there relaxed, chilled out, yeah. making all sorts of alpha, yeah. and something catches your attention, you go from the, the default mode resting state network in your brain where alpha is happening, posterior cingulate, uh, 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 temporal primal junctions and the anterior cingulate, that resting state alpha pattern, it, it, the salience network, when something catches your attention, is the anterior cingulate and both insula, anterior insula. Well, that's going to hijack your resting state and flip you automatically into an executive mode uh, in the executive network is going to have to figure out what was it that caught my attention? Is it important? Uh, is that a snake? Oh, it's just a rope. I can chill out again, you know. But if it's something salient that you, you know, you you have to activate. Now, uh, the the network to to activate us is a well honed, built in. Uh, fire alarm, uh, it, it, you know, uh, uh, mount up everything you've got, let's go, uh, fight, flight, um, they're all built into that. Um, the, the opposite of that, the wind down, everything's okay, it takes a while to, you know, look around and make sure it's just a rope. I mean, that it, 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 there, there's, there's a, a, a slower wind down. And I can understand why that might have been historically, you know, in ancient cave times, a valid thing. You've got to be more, you know, if you're going to live, you've got to be able to be activated quickly. Uh, fight, flight, you know, happens real quick. Um, but uh, it, it should take a little while for you to wind down because, you know, it's a, it's a difficult world out there when you're a caveman or a woman. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, I, I, I think that basic thing ends up being the bias of your frontal lobe and limbic, uh, system. The limbic system has a, uh, a, a gating, uh, a, a, a stop, uh, system built into it. Uh, your right amygdala and right anterior insula and the operculum, the, the covering over the insula of the lateral frontal area are activated when you need to inhibit or stop. And um, believe me, if you don't have a good stop built in, something's going to get you if you're just wandering across the playa, um, you know, uh, in, in old days. You, you had to be cautious and have a good reaction to, to, uh, to not step into something. So that's really wired in. And if that network is uh, kicks in, that's your salience network. Um, the, 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 again, all of that on the side, but it, it kicked the rest of the salience network in as well. So, uh, the anterior cingulate, uh, anterior insula, uh, again, working in conjunction with the limbic, uh, uh, amygdala, uh, amygdalae on, on both sides. And if you look at the person's frontal lobe with the EEG, which is really now I can start talking about something I know something about, right. um, it, uh, you, you can actually measure the dominance of the right versus left and midline structures. 
and it's not just alpha. I mean, there's a, there's a there's a, a an unfortunately kind of simplistic, dumbed down idea of depression is left frontal alpha, and and if you find left frontal alpha, you probably have somebody with a mood mood regulation problem, and they probably have a depression, but if you look at the iSpotD study, 3,000 plus people, uh, uh, th this study did not find in the group average a left frontal alpha pattern. Now, there was a smaller subset that had a left frontal alpha pattern, but this did not characterize all of depression. But, you know, depression is a DSM cluster. And, you know, the DSM is a cluster unto itself. Uh, I'll leave the kind of cluster alone, you know, um, you say, but yeah, uh, uh, we're a family show. <laughs> yeah. So um, we, we basically um, need to look not just at alpha and the alpha balance frontally, although that is an important aspect of it. You have to look at fast activity as well. Uh, more beta on the right gives you the same imbalance on dominance as more alpha on the left. Alpha is a resting rhythm, beta is an activity. So, you know, either one of them present and a little of both can give you, I mean, it's not a much alpha on the left, it's not much beta on the right, but if that pattern happens, you've got a significant imbalance in dominance. And dominance gives you approach avoidance, you know, um, uh, and that uh, left, left frontal uh, subdominance with alpha or right frontal beta. Uh, you're going to have uh, um, uh, a, a difficulty with approach. Uh, it's a depressive pattern, and uh, going out and doing uh, and engaging is not really the thing you're wired for at that point. On the other hand, if you have alpha on the right, that's commonly in the people who think it's just alpha. Alpha on the right is this is going to be agitated depression or anxiety. And depression is one thing, but now you've got boohoo sad, depressed on one side and agitated, depressed on the other side. So, you know, that kind of explains somewhat on the iSpot D study looking at depression and not seeing it as one thing because there's different kinds of depression. Uh, um, and uh, so you've got to look at alpha and beta yeah, uh, um, it, it, actually, there's a, a very fancy calculation for the point of entropy uh, calculation. Uh, that calculation was originally presented in a publication by uh, Jordan Pop Jordanoff. Uh, he's the head of the Academy of Science and Arts in Macedonia. Uh, he used to be the head of quantum physics for Soviet Union, but when that all kind of came apart, uh, he's in Macedonia. Uh, and I, I learned a fair amount about quantum effects in EEG from him. He's a, a brilliant guy and very, very, very kind and uh, um, a generous fellow. He actually did the uh, greenhouse gas um, offset efficiency calculations for the UN. He's a good scientist. Uh, and, and the Macedonian Academy of Arts and Sciences is absolutely beautiful. It, what a facility. It, it, it's, it's spectacular. Um, but the, uh, uh, he, he, he provided the calculation, uh, and it's a very complex calculation, but it, it gives you this point of entropy balance um, issue. And it's kind of like uh, a critical mass calculation or a boiling point calculation. There's, there's a point at which things change, and that, uh, that, that, that calculation is important. And it's not just alpha, it's also fast activity that, that goes into that calculation. Um, and uh, uh, um, uh, so it, we basically end up having balance right left being a big issue. But at the midline, you've deep down in the midline, you've got the cingulate. And the cingulate is wired into the, uh, uh, into the limbic system and it's wired into the thalamocortical system. It's a, it's a complex crossroads there. Uh, that gives you cognitive and emotional flexibility. So obsessive compulsive traits or oppositional defiant traits, if your flexibility is locked on, you're now you're obsessed, you have a compulsion. But if you're locked off, 
Now you have a motivation, lack of initiation, anhedonia, which is a form of depression. You know, one of the things in depression is basically not having any joy or, or, or um, you know, you can, uh, you, you, you'll, uh, you you dumped your dopamine somehow and and it's all all, all the joy is gone you know so um, what we need to do basically is look at the EEG to see what the frontal lobe is doing and what the anterior midline is doing and you don't want to ignore the rest of the brain uh, because your mood state can be disturbed by uh, discharges happening as well uh, um, uh, so. Uh, people with gigantic amounts of beta frontally, um, you know, Fred Gibbs and Erna Gibbs discovered beta, beta in the early 30s, uh, wrote about it, beta, gigantic beta spindles being seen in epilepsy, but they're also seen in non-epileptics, so they're a non-specific pattern, but gigantic beta spindles are seen in bipolar disorder. And you could be a bipolar too and look depressed. So, um, you know, lots of beta on the right that makes you look depressed. Uh, so, you know, depression is, is not a single thing. Uh, uh, frontal balance has a great deal to do with the, the negativity bias or positivity bias, uh, the, the manic state, the approach state uh, with the right frontal subdominance. Um, uh, you, you can uh, you, you can uh, 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 turn somebody into somebody who's got an excessive approach uh, by uh, activating that uh, right frontal area. So um, Jay, Jay would uh, they, they talk about turning off the notifications because that's the pull of the slot machine? <laughs> is that is that a that's a form of neural feedback, isn't it? You know the. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> intermittent positive reinforcement is very hard to extinguish. Um, <laughs> and, you know, that if you happen to hit a nice win uh, yeah, yeah. early on and you're pulling the lever career yeah. and your uh, limbic system uh, reward system is tweaked just right, you probably have a gambling addiction. You know, um, people that have that anterior cingulate can be locked on, that obsessive compulsive drive. One third of addiction is the cingulate. Uh, and and uh, you, you can't, you know, if, if it's a drug addiction, uh, let's say you get the person clean and sober and absolutely they never ever touch alcohol again or drugs again. Well, if it's an anterior cingulate addiction, uh, towards drugs, okay, I won't take drugs anymore, but I'm a very flexible thing. I can lock onto any old thing. I'm going to be a gambler. Uh, I'm going to have a sex addiction. I'm going to have an internet addiction. I will find something to be addicted to. The anterior cingulate is incredibly clever and flexible on what it can do. And uh, I have to say uh uh, there, there's a form of bipolar disorder that's discussed nowadays. It's a fairly new arrival in, in the uh, diagnostic world. Rapid cycling bipolar. I have never seen a rapid cycling bipolar look like an actual bipolar EEG pattern. I have seen what looks like an obsessive compulsive drive and a depressive pattern. And if you have the obsession you look manic briefly. Uh, it, it, your, your, your obsessive compulsive drive makes you look manic briefly. As soon as you unlock from whatever it is you're locked onto, you lapse back into the depression. So you rapidly cycle back and forth. Uh, the, the actual uh, 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 bipolar has a, a longer reco recovery time. Depending upon how high you flew, uh, you're going to end up uh, crashing deeper and it, it takes quite a long time to recover sometimes and let's talk about age uh because they make a suggestion in there stay off of social media till you're 16 or something hey, like are that. you picking on me about age <laughs> <laughs> you and me both <laughs> <laughs> well i got you beat yeah well, <laughs> well 
a couple of things to unpack here. I mean, because there was like a uh, a family. It was a documentary, and they were going back to this family. Uh, the mother tried to uh, get everybody to get off of their digital devices by putting them in a little safe. The 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 preteen or teen was so addicted she had to smash the thing open. Then she gets the the phone, and then somebody makes fun of her ears and comparing herself against Instagram. There's so many things to go into. But how does age come into play? You know, parents are listening. What what's going on in their brain? Because it's not developed yet, especially the executive part, right? So what what what's happening, and what can parents do to? Uh, should they put their phones in a safe or limit screen time? Do you think? Well, I I think there has to be a balance to the kid's life. You can't uh, just be online. Uh, uh, the amount of activity activity, not the activity of of you know thumbing, uh, right. but but actual up and around and active some sports or some uh, uh, just general exercise of some sort, all, all that life balance has to happen. Otherwise your, your, your future is um, impaired. If you, if you sit um, uh, like a lump and work online, uh, your, your lump status is going to be very short lived. Um, you, you've got to have a balance. So, as a kid, it's hard for them to pick a life balance. The parent has to do some parenting and establish some sort of a balance. And if the kid has an internet addiction, it may be the anterior singular. If you, um, it, it, let's put ourselves into the mindset of a kid who has obsessive focus on something, whatever it is, it might not be internet, it could be whatever. Uh, they're focused on it, and they're motivated. That is their perfect motivation. And you have to imagine you're a limbic system. You don't have a cortical development fully yet. And the limbic system is primal. That's pure primal. And you're coming over and telling little Johnny or little Susie, you know, please uh, leave whatever you're doing alone and go over with the other children over here and do the the thing everybody is doing. Well, the brain of little Johnny or Susie doesn't understand the adult quit that and go do that. It perceives that you're trying to change its motivation and not get off its motivated focus. And that's a threat to its existence. So how intense would your reaction be if somebody threatened your existence. Okay, well, little Johnny's snit over not being able to use the game on the computer or the chat group or whatever. Um, if it looks like he's reacting excessively, it's little Johnny or little Susie's limbic system that you're speaking to. It doesn't understand the word no, there isn't any no in limbic system, which in why in hypnosis, the suggestions have to be phrased positively. Otherwise, you know, you, you get exactly what you didn't want. Yeah. Uh, so oopsie. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, but the, the limbic system doesn't understand. No. So you can't be no, no, knowing little John or little Susie to, it's better to dangle something shiny to catch their attention, to change their motivation than it is uh, to try to force them away from whatever it is that they're focused on. Their ability to hyper-focus may be something that's useful later in life. You don't want to totally extinguish it, but you need to learn how to operate it. If you can put a saddle on the horse of OCD, it would win the freaking race. So, um, you know, the, uh, you have to learn how to manage that. And again, you don't want to try to force them away from their focus and their motivation. Something shiny over here will catch their attention and change their motivation. So incentivizing with whatever incentivizes the kid. 
Now, it might be something shiny and dangly for me because I like shiny, dangly things, you know. Right. But for, for them, it, it might be uh, uh, financial. It, it might be, uh, who knows? Uh, w whatever motivates them is what you can dangle. You can't dangle something that's not motivating. So, you know, figure out what bribery you're going to need to do uh, to manipulate that singular, but it's possible. And again, uh, forcing little John or little Susie off of their motivation, you're going to get the nuclear uh, option. Kaboom. Turn up to 16 CEU hours by attending Applied Neurosciences NeuroGuide workshops in Madeira Beach, Florida. They're led by none other than Dr. Robert Thatcher himself. There are two ways you can attend, online or in person, with the link appliedneuroscience.com slash attend hyphen ng hyphen workshops. Earn up to 16 CEU hours. Sign up now at appliedneuroscience.com slash attend hyphen ng hyphen workshops. Uh, mutual assured destruction. <laughs> um, uh, and the, 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 the wild... Uh, response that's out of control is again a limbic response, and it's uh, uh, it, it's an awful thing to see. Uh, but uh, parents need to understand what they're dealing with, and if their kid has a singular issue, they've got a singular issue. Now, it's also possible to deal with a singular issue with neurofeedback or neuromodulation. Um, you can actually do DC stim and activate or inactivate it with an electrode sitting above it, but you have to have a higher density set of reference points to get the current to go deep. Um, uh, you, you, you can do it with uh, TMS. Uh, they have anterior singlet coils that can do TMS at the anterior singlet and uh, higher frequencies activate and lower frequencies inactivate. You have to look at what's going on in the anterior cingulate before you just do TMS. Uh, if it's theta and alpha, you have to activate it. If it's beta spindles in the anterior cingulate, you have to inhibit it. So it, you have you have to you you've got to look before you leap with with the therapy, and uh, and treat it appropriately, custom to the individual. Personalized medicine when it comes to brain waves, it has to be personalized. So TMS can target it. Neurofeedback can target it. Uh, uh, it was shown that Loretta can define the anterior singlet and you can actually feed back the activity in the anterior singlet and, and focus on it. Now, you can do it with an electrode on the surface as well because the anterior singlet is easily picked up on the surface. So it, you don't have to do a complex, you know, whole cap to do Loretta to, to find the singlet. You can stick an electrode on the right spot couple of reference points and you're up and running so e even a one channel simple machine can actually train the answers into it uh, but if, if you want to go high tech and fancy and expensive you can use a full cap and you know software to define the region of interest the voxels of the anterior singular that you're interested in working with so uh, the, there's a lot of ways to actually intervene if the child has uh, an anterior cingulate that's difficult to operate. And, um, uh, but you know, uh, negativity bias, positivity bias, the frontal balance, um, the various forms of uh, mood regulatory uh, uh, patterns that you can see up front, uh, the importance of the uh, uh, networks that are underlying all of this. And obviously the the critical importance of the anterior cingulate. So, um, you know, there, there's a lot of neuroscience that kind of underlies the general discussion uh, of, of, you know, internet and uh, the services and how they're harvesting the data and what they're doing with it and how we're reacting to it. Um, and uh, uh, given my neuroscience background, you can see what I see when I'm looking around, you know, uh, I, I see neuroscience and neuropathology and neurooptimal folks, you know, the, the optimized function and whatnot. Um, it, it's, it's a, 
it's a an odd way to perceive and sometimes that's been awkward um you know um uh, i have a dear friend who's passed anna weiss and uh anna was a a, a brilliant insightful uh person who did uh guided meditations using the mind mirror eeg device uh, for, uh worked with max cade and um uh, in England, came over and studied a little bit at Stanford, uh, caught on the concept of of uh, state and content uh, from uh, from Prebrum, and uh, was doing fabulous work. Wrote a few books on peak performance, mind or brain, uh, but uh, I, uh, you know, seeing neurology, neuroscience from in a, around me, I I told Anna. Uh, it, we would. Uh, she was only a few blocks away from where where my office was in Marin at that point, and um, we'd catch lunch together. Well, you're walking, and uh, her when she was walking, she had what's called clown's feet. Um, uh, the clown has a giant shoe, and the heel hits, and the toes flop down. So it's flop, 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 flop. Uh, clown's feet walking and her gait was spread a little wider. So, you know, that means there's a peripheral neuropathy and there's, you know, neuropathies, there's something wrong with the nervous system. There's only a few things that give you clown's feet and spread gait. One of them is chronic alcoholism where you've destroyed your peripheral nervous system. Um, and, and, and it can be that. That's not an uncommon form of that. But I knew Anna. She's not, you know, a, a souse. Uh, she's not uh, uh, drinking to excess every day, nothing like that. So uh, the other options are demyelinating disorders. And those aren't good things at all. So I told her I thought she needed to go to a neurologist. I thought she might have uh, the beginnings of MS, multiple sclerosis. And it took them five years before they could see it on the MRI. Um, I, I've learned to kind of shut up about what I see. Uh, she could have had five years of uh, blissful ignorance as uh, until it was more easily diagnosed. Um, but uh, anyway, it, it, and she had a, a form that took her really quite quickly after uh, after that uh, point of the, the formal diagnosis. Oh, well. It's rough, rough, Jay. Jay, positive intermittent reinforcement. They brought that up in in the in the documentary. And getting back to the slot machine, uh, is it? They they reference the Stanford uh, behave or persuasive tech lab. <laughs> They're trying to persuade, motivate people to act in a, in a certain way. Is there a way you can combat that with with neurofeedback to um, <laughs> because they're 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 influencing you one way, call it neurofeedback, whatever it is, you're even if it's one yeah. percent, they're changing what you do. How they're, can you they're, they're just trying to control your reinforcements? And uh if it you you've got little strings coming up out of you and you've got some puppeteering if they can control your motivations and and reinforcement um they, they've got some ability to manipulate you uh if you realize the manipulation if you if you understand what's happening uh you can snip the little uh, uh wires and controls um uh, it, it, it's happened uh near here uh there's there's a small town uh, of Benicia, and there's a refinery in the town, uh, Valero. And there's an election coming up, uh, and Valero wants a candidate for mayor and a candidate on the city council that are going to be supportive of their business operation and not get in their way. Um, so they pump hundreds of thousands of dollars into a pack that supports a candidate that they want to support. As soon as the community realized what was happening, the jig was up. 
the last two elections in a row, it didn't matter that they pumped a quarter of a million dollars into a small town and, you know, saturated it with ads, attack ads, slanderous attack ads on the people that are actually good local people. You know, the, the manipulation of all of that information, uh, false information, though it may have been, as soon as the people realize that this is just us being manipulated, snip, snip, there went the, there went the control. And they voted them out two elections in a row. And, you know, you can dump a quarter million or a half a million dollars into a little tiny town and absolutely control the media. Uh, <laughs> and and as, a, as a candidate, you're getting like the big donations of maybe 200 or $500 or something from locals. Um, maybe some businesses that give you your campaign maximum of a, well, I don't know, what is it, 1,008 or something like that. And, you know, um, but there's a pack out there with a quarter million dollars, half million dollars funded easily. Uh, and you're, you're, there's an asymmetric war going on. Well, asymmetric wars can be won uh, with intelligence, not by brute force, but by intelligence. And uh, you, uh, the, the community is basically uh, uh, educated people about what was going on. And uh, uh, that was it. Uh, the, I don't think that business is ever going to end up controlling the town's election again. Um, not with that technique. Now, they may find somebody who's a spectacular person who, you know, they don't support <laughs> uh, fiscally that, that they could get in. But um, uh, quite honestly, I, I think the town has um, uh, 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 got its own uh, feet underneath it at this point. So That's kind of my point on these notifications and what's going on now and it's why i think mental health is going to become even a greater issue let's just go back in the 80s and 90s you 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 had uh three tv stations maybe four so you had four editors there you had some radio stations maybe you had a dozen there and then you had two or three newspapers, and then you'd have the editor that would decide what's going on. Now, AI is the new editor, and the the, the different types of uh, media that are out there, if you want to find something, <laughs> if you want confirmation bias, you got it. You want negativity bias, you know, you got it. And as, as you, these poor kids that are growing up in this, um, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to uh, snip, snip when they started from day one getting manipulated. Jay, what what can parents do? It's, it's going snipping? to be a very difficult circumstance, and it's not just the kids that are going to have difficulty with this. Open AI chatbot that can write your dissertation for you. You know, and I, I'm thinking, well. What kind of a crappy dissertation could that do? You know, oh my God, you know, uh, uh, you know, will it be as bad as like Siri was when it came out? You know, yeah. um, uh, what, what, uh, you know, how funky is this going to be? But Arno Delorum, uh, who wrote EG Lab software, most most of this, there's other people that contributed and everything, but he's a primary author of it, and he poised a question on a, on the to the chatbot. Um, you know, if I have an EG, uh, how would I process it with the EG lab? It came back and told them step by step exactly how to, you know, uh, uh, import it and uh, segment it into epochs, reject uh, super bad epochs, open up the ICA, uh, clean it, and how to save it as a different file name, uh, step by step. Uh, that this is what you had to do. And it, it's, you know, geez, Louise, you, know, you, you could have probably gone online to YouTube and, and spend an hour and a half, maybe more, 90 minutes or so, going through a workshop, kind of step-by-stepping you through the software and whatnot here. Chatbot spits it back fluently without 
having to say, just a minute, let me look it up, you know? Um, so it, it, it's going to be really taxing for a university professor or a high school English instructor uh, to be able to say, is this your work, little Johnny? <laughs> uh, the, this looks mighty good. <laughs> can, uh, can you tell me what this says? Yeah. Uh, just generally, uh, what what did you just turn in? Um, how are you going to test to see if this was, you know, when I was young, it could be, did your mother type this? You know, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, you, know you, you hand in something and the teacher thinks it's this, like a head and shoulders above what you normally do. Uh, they got to wonder about it. Uh, it's going to be virtually impossible. Uh, in fact, the uh, uh, chatbot, the uh, folks are trying to come up with some way to watermark their work, uh, which would be probably beneficial. Yeah. But, you know, hackers, they'll figure a way to erase the watermark and move forward. That's uh, uh, world is full of clever folks. Well, the whole point of doing that paper is to get the knowledge. And I think colleges are going to eventually evolve into institutions with just a bunch of proctors because you know, information is decentralized now. So if you want to learn it, go learn it. Now, the business should yeah. need to prove that you know what it is. Yeah. Uh, I think that'll, that'll, that'll be something. Yeah. Um, Jay, there's you know, as, as much as AI does, it still hasn't got EG figured out. Um, you know, that they were all excited. I mean, every university has got an AI. Uh, that they've got their own little algorithm that they've all tweaked around and artifacts and, and they 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 want to uh, they they want to go for it you know well uh, um uh, there's no ai yet that has been trained with the universe of information that's needed for it to end up sorting everybody into different categories appropriately uh you have to train it on data uh, Stanford got all excited, and uh, Emmett Aitken, very famous at, at Stanford, um, uh, uh, said, oh boy, we've got 37,000 uh, clients from the hospital here already digitized and accessible, and we're going to gobble that up with the AI and they'll train it. They'll spit out more knowledge. Well, what kind of data did the hospital have? epilepsy and encephalopathy, the things that EG is diagnostically good for. It didn't have autism and ADD and depression and OCD and schizophrenia and, you know, the, the kinds of psychiatric richness that populate the rest of the world, not just epilepsy and encephalopathies. So um, they, they quickly realized they couldn't do the project they wanted to do with the data that they had. They came to me asking for data because they know I've got a lot. And I unfortunately had to tell them, you know, I, I'd be really happy to give you all this data. It'd be a fabulous uh, data set for you, but the data is not mine. Uh, the data belongs to my clients and their patients. And I can't give that to you. Uh, there's, you know, what kind of person would I be if, if I violated the basic trust um, that their medical records were their sacred medical records and not going to be harvested in some fashion? So I did introduce uh, him to a couple of my very large clients. And if they wanted to uh, work out uh, some way to notify and get permission and whatnot, that they could access uh, lots of autism cases from one guy and other psychiatric from another guy and so forth. So I, I tried to help out, uh, but I couldn't just do the data dump that they wanted. So unfortunately, it's, it's hard to get that kind of data. I had my old skin version of intelligence, you know, the, the, uh, the, the meat version of intelligence instead of silicon version of it. Uh, and I exposed it to over 500,000 records, a wide variety of categories. And it, it's 
that knowledge base that gives me some insight into EEG. They would like to harvest that. I, I don't have like a USB port to, to jack in to download it, or I would, you know. Uh, oh well, <laughs> uh, they'll 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 figure out uh, uh, access to more and more and more data over time. But um, uh, uh, don't hold your breath on uh, EEG being figured out by AI anytime soon. Jay, there's only two industries that calls uh, their customers users. Illegal drugs and software. <laughs> I thought you'd get a kick out of that one. You've seen a, a gazillion brain scans and you've matched it up with people having symptoms. The Social Dilemma offers a suggestion to parents for their kids to stay off of social media. In fact, the people that were interviewed on this, these are representatives from Google, Facebook, Pinterest, they don't let their own kids use this stuff. And what the scary part was, one guy from Pinterest said, he knows what the manipulation is, and yet he still uses <laughs> the product. So if the, if the parents want their kids to be tech savvy, is there anything that they can do with neurofeedback to monitor their progress in their formative years, you know, going up till they, till they leave the house, starting with a, a baseline and they can see if, you know, something is going off course during their formative years and use neurofeedback to kind of correct it if they can't keep the kids away from the digital stuff? You know, I, uh, I don't know if you know Mari Swingle, uh, uh, Paul Swingle's a fairly well-known uh, uh, fatherly, grandfatherly figure in the field of neurofeedback. And uh, his daughter uh, actually has written uh, uh, books and uh, does very good work on internet addiction. And uh, um, I, I think um, uh, that her writings in this area are well worth uh, pursuing uh, for a parent. Um, and she would probably be a really uh, delightful uh, guest on the show. Um, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I've known her for a long time. She's okay. uh, she's a sweet uh, lady and, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, quite conversant. I, I think she'd be more than happy to uh, uh, share some of her knowledge. We'll point people to, to her writings, and I'm going to, as soon as we get done with this podcast, I'm going to shoot an e email over there, see if I can find sure. her. It'd be good to see her again. I, you know, it's you only get out periodically to right. see a bunch of people. And although I saw a whole bunch of her here in town recently, uh, she, she, you know, she was one I would notice at uh, the national meetings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, a, a striking person, big red hair. Okay, uh, so. all right. Well, I'll reach out to her. So, social dilemma. I, I'd recommend people to, to to watch it just so you can realize what's going on, so you can do your own snipping, right? Yeah, yeah. The uh, the more you uh, see how you're manipulated, the easier it is for you to gain control over that manipulation, and you know, cut the connections, uh, or or at least uh, pull back if, if they're jerking you one way and you don't necessarily want to go that way. You can, you know, yeah. You, exert your own free will uh, uh free will seems to be uh easy you know choose what you want uh but when uh, when they've dangled shiny objects uh to to catch your attention your free will is being manipulated in some ways as well so uh if you want to really have free will free will yeah uh, uh, learn about what's being done to to try to uh, control you uh, uh, with, you know, and the, the manipulations are uh, basic deep uh, psychology. And, uh, uh, but uh, even people with degrees in psychology can be manipulated. So uh, it, it's not, uh, it, it's not easy to counter, uh, but knowing it helps. So it, well, it's a good thing. Especially with to the, catch up on. Yeah, especially with the politics. Do your own thinking, okay? 
<laughs> I mean, politics has always been around, but people, because of the advertising, take it so serious now. It's really put a big wedge in between, you know, yeah. people, and it, it doesn't have to be that way. You can represent a side and hear other people's points if you think yeah. to yourself. So cut the strings. The only real politics that's good politics is local politics. And only if, if it affects you. Yeah, uh, if <laughs> you've and you've got to know the person that's in the political spot locally before you ever enter, ever need their assistance on yeah, something. Yeah. You know, um, so uh, yeah, uh, um, it, it, it's it's important to end up having uh, connections to the local politicians and sometimes to the state and federal, depending upon where you are in life as to what kind of services you might need, but. You, you need to know them. They need to know you before you need them. Yeah. Uh, you have to have that relationship already set. And just be aware of the advertising. That's all. It's manipulation. Yep. Just, okay. yep. Jay Gunkelman, The Social Dilemma. Great review <laughs> overview. Have a great evening. Have a great holiday, Jay. Yes. The well, best of us. I won't see <laughs> <laughs> The Neuro Noodle Podcast is supported by listeners and businesses just like you. Like our gold supporter, Applied Neuroscience, and our silver supporter, Mind Media. Earn up to 16 CEU hours by attending Applied Neuroscience's NeuroGuide workshops. In Madeira Beach, Florida, they're led by none other than Dr. Robert Thatcher himself. There are two ways you can attend, online or in person, with the link AppliedNeuroscience.com slash attend hyphen ng hyphen workshops earn up to 16 ceu hours sign up now at appliedneuroscience.com slash attend hyphen ng hyphen workshops mind media get the latest eeg and neurofeedback technology from mindmedia.com their semi-dry sensor caps is a wonder to see and their eeg amplifiers have been trusted in the field for decades their neurofeedback and QEG courses will get you up to speed in no time. Visit mindmedia.com now.